0: G'day guys, how you going? First down under podcast two, week two of the NFL season for 2018 coming out you. Zach James here, joined always by Charlie King. Chaz, how are you mate?
1: Good mate, how you doing? It's uh, another cracking week of NFL in the books. I'm a little disappointed at the start of this podcast because I needed a little snack, a little, little pick me up prior to the show. Well, we recorded this pretty
0: late on a Tuesday night for yeah, people who recorded the content. Yeah,
1: about seven o'clock, so I need a little a little pick-me-up from Baker's Delight. So I was like, you know, they got, they got fresh stuff all the time. I'm just going just gonna to head in and get a little pizza roll. Mm. And uh, I was going to buy just the one Hawaiian roll. And he said, mate, we did two for eight. And I said, this is just too good to be true. I was <laughs> thinking about just spending the four. Bought the two, literally halfway through the first. I said, this is garbage. And uh, went straight into Woolies and bought a pack of Twisties. So I'm good to go. I haven't, and, seen, uh, I haven't seen
0: Chicken Twisties since... 2008.
1: Yeah, yeah come has called a Year Nine birthday party, but uh, yeah, it hit the spot, and you polished off the Hawaiian pizzas, being being the sponges that you are. But I uh, did,
0: I did I save myself four bucks. Chuck yeah. that baby in the microwave. You were salivating, and I was jealous. Huge mistake by you. Um, Do huge week in the NFL. We had a player retire at halftime. Two very unlikely MVP candidates early in the season, and another gut wrenching tie. Second week in a row, it's unbelievable. We are going to be covering it all. Uh, four downs to get through. First down is going to be our leading stories. We're going to trade barbs on which we think is the most important pressing issue with the NFL right now. Second down, we're going to be going through all the games of week two, from the champagne football to the absolute stinkers. Third down, what well, we're going to give our locks. They're lock it, lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. The wedding crashes. Wedding crashes. On the old timers. Yeah, so we're going to lock it up and uh, give our picks for week three. And then on the uh, fourth down, well, mate, we punt. We do. We're going to review Charlie's multi, figure out how much money he lost last week. Very good. And figure out how much he wants to
1: lose this week. Yeah, okay. We'll get into it.
0: Let's get stuck into it. Let's kick off.
1: Uh, Zach, I think I'm going to start us off. I mean, I, I watched patches of this game. I plan to watch the whole thing. Yep. Uh, I did start at 3 a.m. on Monday morning. I'm talking about the Green Bay Packers hosting the Minnesota Vikings.
0: Now, you're a Green Bay Packers fan who, for the second week in a row, wants to kick off the show. Yeah, absolutely. With Green Bay Packers absolutely. I'm because, just,
1: <laughs> because they're a major franchise and they always bring some headlines. Um, I, I, I saw patches of this game. I, I did go to the gym kind of on the back end of it, and I was kind of just refreshing the app, seeing, you know, I saw the Packers 29-21, and I was like, I'm pretty confident uh, that we'll get the job done. I think it was about 2.16 remaining. Um, And it eventually went into overtime and uh, was an eventual draw. We will discuss that game in segment two. But one of the massive takeaways, Zach, was the Clay Matthews roughing the passer. Yeah. Now, you saw a lot of this game. Um, I'm wondering if the listeners have seen the footage. I'm sure they have over the past couple of days. But essentially, from my eyes, Clay Matthews was in the act of tackling. He has gone literally helmet high at Kirk Cousins' waistline in a normal progressive tackle, leaning forward with the helmet to take the quarterback down. Kirk Cousins has unleashed this bomb. So it's made, Matthews is essentially halfway through the tackle as Kirk Cousins let the ball go. Yep. He's tackled him to the ground. He kind of did thrust a lot of his weight onto Kirk Cousins and made essentially Kirk... It was similar to that Rodgers fall uh, with Anthony Barr last year when he broke his collarbone. Yeah, it was. Um, very eerily was similar. Really on that side of the body. And... Uh, it was it was called right from the past. You, you see it live, and you just think, how the hell that is literally how you are taught to tackle. Well,
0: yeah, I, I was watching uh was watching this game live, as you say, Chaz. It was unbelievable in the moment. Mm. I, I couldn't I couldn't wrap my head around it. It was such a pivotal moment in the game. Kirk Cousins off of that pressure from Clay Matthews just absolutely slings a uh, just a crap football. It was a prayer. It gets intercepted. Would have been game over. Yeah. right? but Clay Matthews is. Going in to sack the quarterback as you're meant to do as a defensive player, right? Mm-hmm. That's like the ultimate goal is yeah. to stop the quarterback and yeah. take him to the ground. He's a, I just don't understand how these players are now meant to tackle a quarterback at exactly. all. Exactly. So they've brought in over the last 10 years um, more and more rules to protect the quarterback because mm. they are the franchise. They're the reason we watch the game. And you hate to see them get injured like last mm-hmm. year with Aaron Rodgers, the, mm-hmm. the great Aaron Rodgers. Um, so they've brought in new rules to to protect them, that you can't hit them too high, you can't hit them too low, and this year you can't land with your body weight on them. Yep. And I've got to be honest, watching this, I felt like Clay Matthews did everything he could mm-hmm.
1: not to really hurt Kurt Cousins. He did. He almost but, let up in the end, and then it was, still, it was still given away, but... You, it's yeah. like, how can you stop your momentum,
0: gravity, force, exactly. friction, all these things? I, I, I've just got no idea. I think the league has got to clean it up. Hey, we've actually got a clip of what Clay Matthews had to say after the game. I mean, I don't even know where to start, to be completely honest with you. I mean, I have so many emotions kind of running through as far as it's just what a terrible call it was. But at the same time, I don't know what else to do. I mean, I don't know. You let me know. Let me tell me. Did I did I put pressure on him? Because I, I, you know, I thought I hit him within, uh, you know, his, his, his waist to chest. I got my head across, put my hands down, and to call it, you know, at that point in the game, is just, I mean, it's unbelievable.
1: Completely agree uh, with Clay there, and you know, I, mean, I, I was, <laughs>
0: as, as a Packers supporter. i a pack supporter. I'd be disappointed. But if you yeah, were.
1: I guess as you were saying back to that point, they are taught to tackle this way through high school, college, and pro football. I mean, you are in the act of tackling. Your number one objective is to hurt the quarterback. Ray Lewis has said it multiple times. And essentially, if Kirk Cousins falls on his back, flat on his back, it is a pick who knows how far the packers get field position wise? Yeah. And the game is essentially ice. Dude,
0: the game the, the game was iced. Purely uh, all you needed was Aaron Rodgers to make one first down off yeah. the back of that pick and it would have been over. But it went to overtime. Yep. It was a tie. Yep. There was some terrible kicking. I mean, we'll get into the we'll details of that in detail. the second down. But yep. yeah, I mean the, the key takeaway is how do you how do you sack a quarterback anymore yep. without giving away a penalty? It yep. it seems just harder and harder for defensive players. To make an impact at all.
1: It's incredible. It's incredible. Zach, what was your lead take? I'm sure Mate, you had a couple from the, from week two.
0: It's so there was so much to dissect from week two, right? And um between between a player retiring at a halftime, Vontae Davis, what a uh-huh. what an interesting <laughs> I mean, How much of the bill's gotta suck for you to want to just hang up your boots and like leave the stadium? Not what, again. We'll probably talk to th- about this yeah. when we get to the game. But it was this is so, my least story so funny but... to
1: hear it live. I heard it on SCN on Monday morning on the train ride <laughs> to work. And even they were like, they didn't even follow the football. Gary Lyon and Tim Watson an AFL show. Yeah, they were literally like, and in the NFL, a guy has retired at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> Gary's yeah. just gone stuff it. Yeah, I can't do it. He
0: <laughs> <laughs> was, was absolutely getting a bath. Here's yeah. what I, you know what? Let's touch on it quickly. I've got a yeah. bigger story to get to, but let's yeah. touch on it quickly. All right, we have Vont- to. Vontae Davis. He had a rough start to his career playing for the Miami uh, Dolphins. He was 25th pick, first rounder, didn't really play too well, got traded in hard knocks in 2012 to the Indianapolis Colts. For the past few years, he's played really well. He makes the Pro Bowl one year. He got paid last year, riddled with injuries, got cut by the Colts, picked up by the Bills. Now, maybe he hasn't played in a while. Maybe he's gotten old, and maybe in that game he genuinely realized that I can't hack it anymore. I'm dope. Yeah,
1: for many, signing with the Bills is signing like with the Gold Coast Suns. It's kind of like, exactly. my career's over. I want to get as much money as I can in the last few years of my contract. And, uh, you a, know, I'm essentially,
0: I've am essentially i essentially written it off. One year, $5 million deal. So, you know, yeah. they, they were paying him. He didn't play last week, um, but I think they had a couple of injuries at cornerback or something. Yeah. Uh, so, he actually was starting for this team. It's not like he was on the bench <laughs> and he was like, you know what, can't be stuffed. Yeah. He, got, he was he got, absolutely
1: given it a bath. By Philip Rivers in the first half, got benched and then retired. Did he retire because he was on like, Gates was giving him a bath or something? Like what was? What uh, was I can't who name? I,
0: I think he must have been guarding uh, guarding guarding Mike Williams. Mike Williams or Williams, right, Allen. Okay. Like they've got but a pretty elite he, receiving core in, in yeah. uh, San Diego. Uh,
1: Los Angeles, yeah, LHR. That's, that's that's the second San Diego reference we've had this year. Yeah, and we keep it tailed, but don't worry about that. Uh, but it's just incredible. You couldn't even sit out the game. You couldn't wait to the team meeting on Tuesday. You're like, <laughs> no, what? Damn it! And it's like Vontae. You were gonna be on the bench
0: anyway. <laughs> 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 and like, take takes off his uniform. Like, gets into his car. <laughs> like,
1: it doesn't matter what the Bills do for the rest of the year.
0: I mean, I've been there, mate, and I played yeah. thirds footy uh, for our high school, and we were we were getting tailed up in our last ever game. And I think we were down by twelve goals at halftime. And yeah. I said, "No, I'm going to see this out. Yeah, good on you. we're we going to play this other, t- this rival, this school rival. Yeah. And uh, you know we Fair did bad. go down by twenty four goals. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> you see the game out. I mean, I could go on about Vontae Davis. Ah, uh,
1: it could be a whole show.
0: It really could. I like yeah. God, I love him. Uh, here's yeah. what Lorenzo Alexander had to say when asked what happened to Vontae. Have you, have you seen anything like that in your NFL never career? Never seen
1: it ever. Pop Warner, high school, college, pros, never heard of it, never seen it. And it's just completely disrespectful when to did, his teammates. Did he say anything to you did, as a veteran? Did he say anybody to anything? He didn't say nothing to nobody. He left? When did he yeah, find you know as much as
0: I know. I know I found out going in the second half of the game. I mean, I think he summed it up. Like, it's yeah. fun
1: for us, but if you're on that team, yeah. you got it. You're like you're meant to be yeah. a veteran dude. What's the vibe in the locker room after that? You know, you exactly. can't really, you can't recover from that. <laughs> See,
0: I just think he must have been looking at Josh Allen throw some balls. It's, like, <laughs> it's not worth it. I can't do it. It's hurting my eyes. Um, I'm going to Wendy's. Hey man, no. My lead story comes uh, from the New England Patriots. They have traded for troubled Browns wide receiver Josh Gordon, uh, giving up a conditional fifth round pick in the 2019 draft.
1: Big news. Huge news. Uh, did not expect this one. We had a chat on Sunday planning for the show. Yep. And, you know, you said, I don't know, the Pats might pick him up. And I literally laughed in your face. You I said, literally laughed in my there face. There is no way that an organization like the New England Patriots takes on Flash Gordon, uh, a guy who is riddled with, with every problem under the sun. Yeah. And uh, you know what? They said, with that at receiver, we're going to we're gonna have a chance on this guy. Because, I mean, that's well, that's a desperate play. But, hey, you know. We'll see what
0: happens. Absolutely. Well, for the people who uh, are unfamiliar with Josh Gordon, he's a player who missed 34 months of action between 2014 and 2017. I think he's been suspended multiple times by the league for violating their substance abuse policies. However, the last time he did play a whole season, 2013, he led the league with over 1,600 yards, broke several NFL records for total yards in consecutive games, and he was also catching balls, Charlie, from these three quarterbacks. Brian Hoyer. Yeah, Brandon Whedon, Jason Campbell. Not exactly a trio that will be getting busts in Canton in the Hall of Fame. Not your bells of the ball. Exactly. So it's pretty big news. I think um, this is actually a pretty low-risk, high-reward situation for the Pats if Josh Mm. Gordon actually sees the field for 10 games.
1: Yep. Yeah. I kind of thought Josh McDaniels would beat him to the receiving position uh, to really fill out that kind of all, wa- <laughs> all white receiving cast. I, I, I was kind of I was kind of shocked that uh, they do have a lot of white receivers in New they England. Do it's just, weird. it's just it's it's scary. It's just like <laughs> how many guys could you have? <laughs> I mean, how many, how many fast white
0: dudes? Yeah, they'll be getting Julian Edelman back, who's they're probably yep. their top receiver in Week Five. He's, he's serving a four week. Uh, mm. Uh, performance-enhancing, drug suspension. Yep. Uh, I think this offense could pop with... If Josh Gordon... Like He's got the potential to bring to them what they had with the 2007 season with Randy Moss. Now, I'm not saying he's going to go for 23 touchdowns and break all sorts of records yep. and they go undefeated from here. But, I mean, he's a really talented dude and he was only 22... Um, when he was doing that stuff. He's 27 now. He's still in his prime. He's 6'3". He's as fast as anyone on the field. Like, yeah. he's, a, he's a freak. Yeah. But as long as they can just, um, as Stephen A. Smith would say, stay off the weed. Stay off the weed. Yeah, exactly. And uh, all the other substances that he's been having trouble what's with. Next? I, I don't know. Codeine, weed, alcohol. I mean, what's What's next? What's next? Um, he's yeah, checked himself into rehab. Oh, this could be good for the Pats. Yeah, That's yeah. what they
1: need. They're desperate. And you got to say it as much as you hate to say it. You know, if any team's going to do it, it's the Pats. Can turn around a troubled receiver, get him in that offense with Tom Brady under his tutelage. It's almost like a second chapter of his life. You know, get him under this this new system where he can actually you know forget about everything he's done. And you know, Cleveland was just a. It was just a terrible environment for him to be in. Well, it was a dumpster fire for five years. I mean, they, yeah. Credit to Cleveland, by the way.
0: They stuck around with this guy through thick and thin. They yeah. wanted to see him um, succeed. I think uh, some uh, uh, one straw broke the camel's back recently, yeah. and that's why they traded him.
1: Yeah, so it could be a nice acquisition. It'll be interesting to see how he goes in New England. I think it's, uh, I think it's not a bad pick. I think it's going to help out Chris Hogan in essentially getting that number one defender. And uh
0: Yeah, it, well that's that's just it. I mean he's gonna be stuck out on the right, you got Chris Hogan on the left, Gronk, obviously. Yeah. Um you know, just keep him doing like sort of 75 percent of just what don't he normally throw it does. Over the middle. Exactly. And just we'll, don't get we'll him lose, hurt. We'll lose him forever. You need you need Gronk healthy, yeah. otherwise it's just it's just over. keep just keep
1: slanting to Chris Hogan and yeah. uh we'll be fine.
0: Throw him into the firing line and get Wes Welker yeah. out there. Uh, James get White on, on the screen
1: t- or something. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, moving right along. I think it's time to get to the second down, Chaz. Uh, this is where you and I go through all the games uh, from the second week of the NFL season. A few games we liked, a few that were fine, and a couple of stinkers. Let's start with the Champagne Football.
1: Champagne Football.
0: Um, and allow me to kick it off, mate. Chiefs at the Steelers get the Oof. win, forty-two to thirty-seven. Post
1: Malone, Mahomes.
0: I mean, we need a we need a nickname for Patrick. We do, Patrick Mahomes. He's only played in three games. To this, uh, one at the end of last season, two this season. Mathematician. Uh, thank you. And he's had 10 touchdowns in three games. Jesus. Mahomes, timing route, down the sideline. It's caught. Touchdown, Tyreek Hill. Defense. Number six Number for Patrick Mahomes. 42. Patrick Mahomes, 23 of 28 for 82% completion, 326 yards, six touchdowns. What name is not big enough to describe this absolute
1: weapon? I I actually cannot believe it. I mean, there was all this talk about him last year. You know, All I knew that it was that he had a cannon of an arm. He could just launch a ball like 60 or 70 that, yards. That's what all
0: the talk was last year. Yeah. So obviously he was sitting behind Alex
1: Smith. Yeah, Decided to redshirt
0: Patrick Mahomes for a season. Did head coach Andy Reid for the Kansas City Chiefs. It sounds out it was a great idea because yeah. I think he must have learned a lot from Alex Smith. And he's just absolutely
1: balling out there. It's insane. Yeah. He's just fitting into this offense... Just beautifully. He's got everything going for him. He's got Travis Kelsey, a massive tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, who's in the prime of his career. He's got the fastest weapon in in football in Tyreek Hill. This guy is just going to continue to put up big numbers every single week, whether it's pump returns, literally short catches and just running it for like 30 yards after the catch. And there's just all that. He's got Sammy Watkins as well, a wide receiver. Who's been been playing well, man. Between
0: uh, Watkins, Kelsey, and uh, Hill, I think they all had over 90 yards each. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy. This is I don't think we've seen an offense like this in a long yeah. time, and a lot of people are comparing it to the greatest show on turf, which was yeah. uh, the Rams back in two thousand with Kurt yeah. Warner and Isaac Holt, and yeah, I'm sure a couple of, Marshall Falk yeah. and um, a couple of other dudes. Um, and I mean, I, I think you could only really compare it to the Rams this year as well. Yeah, Did in you terms w- of yeah. firepower.
1: Did you watch some of the th- the touchdowns he threw? That guy <laughs> literally just you
0: know you think you see peace. power. In the NFL, this guy rips it. If you haven't watched Patrick Mahomes play yet, check his highlights
1: out on YouTube. you got to do it. Every single ball, it's almost like the receiver's not ready in time. There's one he throws to Kelsey in the back shoulder. He literally just turns around and catches it in time. The ball just zips out of his His hand. His anticipation is insane. And I don't know if he's just
0: been fluking it for the past two weeks. but I don't know. (laughs) It's (laughs) It's just just like this is all we have. It's it's ridiculous. Everyone got excited about Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco. Yeah. Last year, this is way bigger.
1: Jimmy G's throws 180 yards and you beat, like, you know, the Jags at home. I'm like, who cares? Like, exactly. this guy just threw 16 TDs on, you know, a, a team that was in the AFC title game or the divisional last year, the Pittsburgh Steelers, on their home turf. Yeah. You know, these guys just drew with the Browns. They had a lot to play for. And he just put 42 on them like it was nobody's business. I just could not believe how good he was. And I just think it's going to be one of those seasons. Similar to Wentz last year, he's just going to go. Bizarre! I think he's just going to keep going. There's yeah.
0: no signs of stopping, and it's been yeah. against two teams that were billed as pretty good teams going into this year. Smashed the Chargers last year. Yeah, smashed um, the the Steelers uh, last year. Smashed the Chargers last week. Smashed yeah. the Steelers this week. And here's the thing: the Steelers were putting up numbers. Big Ben had 452 yards and three touchdowns uh, last week. Philip Rivers for the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, we got there. It's hard. Huh? Just,
1: maybe just say San Diego. I think I'm
0: just gonna say San Diego. I think they're gonna have to move back there.
1: <laughs> uh, there's too many LA teams. There's too many.
0: Te- there's there only the Rams really matter in yeah. LA. Apparently, yeah. that's what I'm hearing. Even though the Chargers are good, it's like there's just no fans. No one go. If anyone hasn't picked a an NFL team yet I want to do a whole podcast on this but let me just put the charges up as a team you should go for because they need all the support they can get sheer
1: agony going for them I know from experience but yeah Yeah,
0: yeah. (laughs) you you had a little drive by the uh, (laughs) charges there for a couple of years but no here's here's the point I'm trying to make is uh, the Chiefs D is not good it's fine okay it's, but it's not good. Yeah. Because last week, Phillip Rivers put up 400 yards on him. Uh, Chiefs are up 21 to nothing in the first quarter. And then by the end of the second quarter, it's 21 all. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, we got a, we got a real ball game here. Um, quarterbacks are just always going to be throwing on on the Chiefs, and they're going to be giving up heaps of yards. But that's also what's going to keep Mahomes out there yeah. and throwing for 300 yards and four or five, six touchdowns every game. I mean, he could be a an MVP. Yeah, if he keeps playing like this. It's either him or, or uh,
1: Fitzmagic, I tell you. Yeah, Fitzmagic with that with that get up post game. Um, but I, it's similar to the Green Bay Packers and Rogers, is simply going out there and putting up more points than the than the opposition. That's, that's always well, going to be done. Goal. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. And, well, when you're putting up 42 and making it look like a college football game,
1: uh, it's what gets the job There's done. Some guy on NFL.com saying you should have had eight. Really? Yeah. Well, were there maybe a couple of- a couple of drop balls or a couple of uh, incomplete routes, but I think. Uh,
0: I mean, he could have. That would Post- have been insane. Place Malone, he's... Uh... No one's breaking Nick Foles' record. Yeah, no. Which still stands, by the way. What? Seven, the touchdowns, seven touchdowns in a game. Against uh, the Raiders. Against the Raiders with uh, Chip Kelly at the helm <laughs> for the Eagles back in... Uh, I think it might have been 2013, That 30, Oregon O. Oh. But yeah, no, no... Uh, other major takeaways, yep. other than the Chiefs' offense, just looks insane. It's a lot of fun to watch. I think James is doing okay for Le'Veon Bell. Didn't do much on the ground. Yeah, but how did the Steelers- James Conner go this week? Well, the Steelers, yeah. did- well, they were not going to run the ball when you're down by 21 in the first quarter.
1: Um, hey, you got to establish the passing game. Maybe just to use little baby steps. Um,
0: James Conner, great haircut,
1: by the way. Oh, really?
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's got the Dusty with more of a mullet.
1: You cannot compare to Mills. For the Philadelphia Eagles, this guy has, has essentially oh, has green hair.
0: I love Jalen there. it's yeah. great. You play for Philadelphia, you have green hair—that's great. Yeah. Uh, Jet- just
1: a patch of grass on his head. That's it. I also
0: love watching Jesse James play because he's got such a great name. Tight end for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Every time Weston. he catches it, I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, Jesse James. Just say his name again. Wasn't that a movie? Uh yeah, the assassination in, yeah. Uh, assassination of Jesse James. Is he's um, a very famous uh, outlaw. Pop culture for you. So in conclusion, Charlie, does this mean that the Chiefs
1: are the favourites coming out of the AFC right now? Uh out of the AFC, I think it's tough to say, but I mean AFC West, no doubt. Yeah, it's a pretty easy. Oh wow, yeah. Pretty easy, uh pretty easy answer there. Put yourself but on a ledge think, there, buddy. Uh, out of the AFC, I still have the Pats. I don't know why, but you know how it is. They, they they reacted big time to the their loss to the Jags this week and they're like, are are the Patriots slowing down? Are they vulnerable? And I was about to text you the Patriots vulnerable yesterday, and I was like literally stopping myself. Please don't. been like, they will be in the Super Bowl in Feb. We'll, we'll get Mark to that. Mark my words. We'll get to um, that. It's the but, classic September
0: Patriots storyline. Exactly. Story exactly. So I just Dennis don't think. This over. We saw a weak team. The New England Patriots, let's face it, they're not good anymore. Yeah.
1: I think the Chiefs, I think they're they're a second or third for me. But uh, no, I can't see them being the favorite uh, at as it stands in week two. To the next champagne football game sponsored by... Miami. American Accent. Uh, I apologize. The goddamn Minnesota Vikings drew with my beloved Packers 29 all in one of the most poorly officiated games ever, which we have discussed. <laughs> uh, I was, you know, I was chopping and changing, having a look at this one as it went. And the Pack looked like the runaway winner. I mean, they had a lot of, a lot of possession and Rogers was just picking apart that Vikings D. Um, not necessarily the, like a, a stout, a stout Vikings a D. A stout Vikings D. And, uh, you know, I don't know about the injury, but I, I barely noticed it throughout the game. Um, he had a big, very big brace on his leg. And honestly,
0: you couldn't tell that the guy was either harboring some kind of MCL strain. Oh, really? Or, I don't know what the injury is, but yeah, he was he was moving around pretty efficiently through the pocket.
1: Yeah, he's not human, um, Aaron Rodgers. So he looked in control and the pack were doing a great job containing that high-powered Vikings offense. You know, with Stefan Diggs and, and Adam Thielen and Dalvin Cook. But uh, Captain Kirk, Kirk Cousins, uh, roared the Vikings back into this game with some lovely connections to Thielen and Diggs. You know, I've already addressed the, the claim. Matthews call. Even as a disgruntled Packers fan, I refuse to blame the loss on one single play. Well, that's it. I mean, you still had to
0: stop the Vikings, yes. despite the fact that they got a fresh set of downs. And, yeah, you didn't you didn't well, stop well, them. And well, then it yeah. went to overtime. And then yeah. apparently no one can kick straight in the NFL anymore, yeah. which is a big kind of talking point, which really was going to be the first down lead story if it wasn't for uh, Josh Gordon. Yeah. But no one can kick. Yeah. I mean, the the Vikings kicker, what, what was his name again, Charlie?
1: Uh, Daniel, Daniel Carlson. Daniel Carlson.
0: Former Vikings yeah. kicker. <laughs> you got to refer
1: to him properly. Um, Seriously. Daniel
0: Carlson, um, he was actually the first kicker taken in the 2018 draft. Yep. He was in the fifth round. The Vikings gave up two sixth-round picks to trade up to pick this guy to five pick, months ago yep. to say, let's get over our kicking woes. Let's make sure we get a guy who's a jet. Yeah, kick the ball straight. He's going to win us some games. He missed some
1: crucial,
0: yeah, crucial kicks in overtime that would have won them the game.
1: To give a bit of context, we the Packers. Sorry, not we. That were up twenty six to twenty one, and Ha Ha Clinton Dix had a massive interception. It was a tip ball. Oh, it was Uh, was a pass by Kirk Cousins to one of his receivers. It was a tip ball. Clinton Dix grabbed it. I know the score, and I'm watching the replay, and I'm celebrating. Yeah, right. That's how much of a lock that should have been. <laughs> yeah. He gets back to the 20-yard line, 26-21 to 21 up with Rodgers with 2 minutes 15 at the at the goddamn 20-yard line. Oh, we talking about Crosby? Yeah, no, no, no. Well, Crosby kicked the field goal to put us up 29-21. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. Sorry. And then so Kirk Cousins, the Packers just let him march down the field, two-point conversion, no big deal. And they go into overtime. Crosby has the game-winning field goal from 52 yards out, slots it, Mike Zimmer gets a timeout, literally with a second, like 0.1 of a second during, like literally before the kick. That was a heartbreaker, man. I thought the game was won. Crosby did the exact same kick, slightly
0: left, we miss. So if you're not familiar with this, um, coaches can ice the kicker, yeah? Which is one of the weirder rules, and it's really just a gamble. It's a 50-50 shot. But the idea is, if you have a timeout and someone's about to kick to win the game, you can call a timeout just before they kick, to ice the kicker to freak yeah. them out so even if yeah. they if they kick it it doesn't count if they miss it it doesn't count they have yeah. to go kick again. Now sometimes it backfires yeah. in this case it worked out perfectly for the Vikings because Mason yeah. Crosby slots the first one it doesn't count goes to kick again 52 yards not an easy kick no. sunny day not an easy kick but uh, sprays it left and uh, then we go to overtime and it's uh, it's another it's another tie. Yep. 35-yard
1: field goal, not a hard kick. for Yeah, Carlson essentially, Carlson, essentially a chip shot.
0: So, Daniel Carlson, it's all on him for a Vikings win. He missed it again! And we'll end this crazy game in a tie. Oh, my goodness. A
1: 35-yard field goal. And a tie game here at Lambeau. Did kick his way out of a job on Sunday. He 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 was fired this morning. That's not even a joke. Um, and yeah, a two-game career. Uh, it's, it's sadly a, cut short.
0: A bit like the South Korean kicker for the Chargers last year. Um, yeah, had a couple um, of stinkers back in a row. Yeah, was his. Uh that's well, not yeah. guess his name. You know, we we're not going to
1: guess his name. But uh, but they've
0: just signed our former Cowboys kicker yeah. and I think one of the most accurate kickers in NFL history, Dan Bailey. Um, yeah. He had a lot of offers before the start of the season,
1: but he was waiting for the right team. And I think he's jumped on the right team. Well, Dan Bailey's an 88% conversion rate as a field goal kicker, only behind Justin Tucker of the Baltimore Ravens, who's in the 90s. Justin uh, Tucker, one of my favorite players. Justin Tucker. If you if anyone watch, just watch some Justin Tucker highlights. No one likes kicking. No but this guy, kicking. he's just an absolute boss. He, is he literally bad. lines up like it's a it's a fifteen yard every time. He does this like guitar celebration when he kicks it. It's just like automatic. He doesn't even sweat. What, what blows my mind is how much of a leap ahead of
0: everyone else Justin Tucker is. You yeah. think like kicking, you get it. Yeah, it's a it's a kick. Yeah, but it's not that easy as yeah. we learned this week, and uh, um, we'll go into this where we really talk about the Saints and Browns was the biggest stinker. But <laughs> <laughs> When you're an athlete, standing on the side, you've been playing hard for 60 minutes. It's it's brutal. You're Blood, sweating. Sweat tears. You've been training Absolutely. a week for it, and you're like, okay, it's a 35 yard kick. And we've won this game. That's a lock in their mind. They're like, we've won the game, and you forget that these kickers really are, the psychology behind being a kicker. Yeah, is it's got to be one of the most it, challenging things. It's incredible. Hey, yeah, uh, well, let, let's let's shift to the final game of champagne football. It wasn't exactly champagne football for the New England Patriots, but it was. For the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Charlie, they get the win Yes, uh, with Blake Bortles at the helm (laughs) uh, at 31-20 over the Patriots. And it wasn't even that close. Blake Bortles, someone who you and I have been critical of over the years, who has shown flashes before, but uh, today... Uh, Threw for 377 yards and four touchdowns while the Jags defense uh, pretty much throttled Tom Brady, I mean, uh, they got a lot of pressure on him. Yeah. Couldn't do much. His stat line wasn't that affected, but a lot of it was dink and dunk. Didn't seem like Tom Brady could really put any pressure on no. the Jags defense because they have two of the best corners in the league. AJ boyer on one side mm. and um, big boy, Jalen Ramsey, probably mm. the best cornerback in the league right now. Yeah, I think he is. Absolutely coding his receivers. Just, yep. Would not let up. It's fun watching that Jags day. I like their uniforms now. They're tied Oh, up. I
1: love the teal. The teal looks the great. Numbers? The
0: numbers are great. The Big white, white, numbers? white numbers.
1: They just do everything well now, the Jags.
0: They've just clicked. They were one Who's of those teams. Of marketing?
1: <laughs> they're killing it. Wanna,
0: one of those call. teams that absolutely stunk. Yeah. Just for years. We were watching them. They were like just one of those throwaway teams. You, you can guarantee they're going to go between two to four wins in a season. Yeah. Now, I just love watching him there. Now I made the mistake, Charlie, when we caught up on Sunday, I was talking a lot of smack about the Jags before the game, because I said, I couldn't name a receiver. Neither of us could. Mm -hmm. We were sitting there going like, well, they've lost Hearns Mm -hmm. Robinson, Mm -hmm. uh, Marcus to injury, Marquise Marquise Lee. And I've got to just send out a quick apology to the entire receiving core of, uh, the Jacksonville
1: Jaguars, because now I can. Gra- they will greatly appreciate that.
0: Well, Keelan Cole with the one-handed catch. Oh my god! If that was on prime time, this guy would be on the cover of Madden Yeah, this, that was yeah. insane. He had a one-handed catch that would put OBJ to shame.
1: Yeah, Tony Romo even even lost his mind. He he pitched a tent. It was oh my god, what's this catch. That's the old Beckham catch right there. That's Odell Beckham right there. Look at that. And then keep it away from Rowe. I got it. And now let me bring it away from you. And let's just uh, calmly come down. Look at that. That That's that's the Odell Beckham catch. <laughs>
0: that is the Odell Beckham catch right there. Uh, T. Romo, rock hard for... Uh, <laughs>
1: catches the ball,
0: brings it in. Here's a guy. Here, here is a guy <laughs> who was undrafted in twenty seventeen. Um so I mean yeah. he, he was playing out of his mind. He was great. It was so much fun to watch. DD Westbrook, the tight ends, um Safari and Jenkins, O'Shaughnessy, Corey Grant, the running back, filled in for Leonard yep. Fournette.
1: He played well, Corey he Grant. He played really Keeping well it off him.
0: Another undrafted player from twenty fifteen. So these yep. Jags, man, they're frisky. Their offense was looking as good as their defense. So I get your hesitation with picking the Chiefs, but I don't think it's the Pats you should be worried about. I think it's uh I think you still yeah. like the Jags? I really like the Jags. After today, yeah. I mean, they gave the Pats a bath. It okay. was awesome. Um, yeah, but
1: it is it is hostile territory playing there. I mean, and, yeah, it was. It, they they were very good on defense. Dante Fowler. They've got a stack of players who can make plays. Telvin Smith, number fifty. Miles Jack. Like they're just these guys, are just absolute weapons. A, a really fun
0: defense to watch. Yeah, and if you want to see how defense is meant to be played, watch a yeah. Jacksonville Jaguars game. Watch the game. Jags. Calais Campbell, dude. Oh my god. And Gakwe. Malik Jackson. And Gakwe. And Gakwe. Yeah. They're just stacked. I think yeah. they're a much better D than the Eagles, who uh, won the Super Bowl last year. If I was making a Pro Bowl it. defense,
1: I'd pretty much pick the Jags. Be- <laughs> I don't know who I'd fit in. I it's, like, it's like don't It's like, know. It's like Mick Malloy having his Premier, All Australian team, the whole Richmond team. Dead set. Like, I might get Tom Lynch in there, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: actually. I'm like maybe Von Miller.
1: Yeah, maybe Von Miller
0: and um, Mac. Khalil Mack's been yeah. traded to Chicago. Khalil yeah, so so It's just no, but he's gone. He's in the uh, yeah NFC. It's a complete team of Pro Bowlers. Yeah, it's it's insane. You're absolutely right. That's a really good point. But um, one of the big questions coming out of this game, two questions. The first one is Blake Bortles
1: legit, Charlie? Uh well, look. He showed me enough in the playoffs last year. I don't know what are you defining legit is as a, as a respectable quarterback who's going to get the job done. Or, yeah,
0: I'm not. I'm not saying he's a top ten guy, but I'm yeah. saying he's he's a level where you you don't want to replace him. You're like yeah.
1: we can get places with Blake Bortles. Yeah, I feel like he knows the offense. For me, he's a bit like an Alex Smith kind of in that territory. Yep, he's gonna uh, he's gonna make the passes. Not not nothing you know special. No Rodgers deep balls. He's just gonna get you down the field. I keep mean, the he was, deep. He was, you know, looking pretty good. He threw fourteen days. I'm just yeah. I was. Uh, I'm just saying. But I just think it's just too early on the Bortles train. Let's just uh, let's see how well, the we've season seen it plays. Yeah. From before, he's had a yeah. couple
0: of flashes, wildly inconsistent. If you yeah. can keep it together this year, I mean, he, he's a former number three pick, who for a couple of years, though, you and I both, you know, we didn't, we took him for granted. He was no yeah. good. It was it was another bust. Yeah. Um, had a bit of a Mitch Trubisky vibe about him. Yeah. 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 yeah um, yeah. who may come good as well? We don't know. But it's just that Your level no, of you know you kind of just dismiss them because they're early on their career. But we. Man yeah, man, yeah. Enjoying bottles. The second question, which is the most overplayed storyline every year, without doubt, it comes out, the Pats have a loss in September. Yeah. And the dynasty is over. Should Brady go? I think it's time for Brady to leave. Has father time caught up? I think pe- the people of Boston are apparently <laughs> calling for Brian Hoyer's number. <laughs> it's time to give him a go. Let's just see what he has. Let's see what we have in the backup. Yeah. Um, we we, don't, sh- we shouldn't have traded Jimmy. G. Yeah, we, they a, probably shouldn't have. They're, not a, they're <laughs> not a
1: complacent franchise. They're not going to. They're not going to keep up with Brady, if he, if he keeps I mean, delivering, them, delivering these performances against the NFL's best defense <laughs> in hostile territory. So, I think. What, what uh,
0: do you think? Is, it, the, is the dynasty over, Charlie? Absolutely. No. Eighteen
1: not. years in. Absolutely not. They are my AFC Super Bowl. Prediction. Uh, guy has been
0: to eight Super Bowls. He's won five of them. Yeah, Can we give I, these guys I, a couple of months
1: to get ready for the real games. Yeah, when you're in a division that's run by the Miami Dolphins after week two, I think, you, I think you're in. I think you're in good stead.
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be freaking out when you got to, When you get to play the Bills twice a year, the Jets twice a year, and Miami twice a year, you've got a good chance to go five and you're one penciled against those two. So they haven't
1: played any of those guys yet, so obviously, let's just, uh, yeah. Let's just uh, put it into perspective.
0: Yeah, that, that that brings us to the end of the champagne football games. Let's yeah. go to the Yenagood.
1: Yeah, Yenagood, yeah,
0: just the middle of the pack games that we enjoyed. They weren't good. They went bad. They're just Yenagood. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Get you from A to B. Just a uh, bit of, a bit of light viewing for your Monday. Uh, On to the Bankles Ravens uh, Thursday night football AFC North showdown. Cincinnati too good for your Baltimore Ravens. Zach winning thirty four to twenty three. The Red Rifle. Andy Dalton. Bengals quarterback throws with 265 yards and four touchdowns, three of which went to star wideout. A.J. Green turning back the clock. God, he looked good in this game.
0: I love A.J. Green. I'm a big fan. I'm a believer in A.J. Green. And I'm I'm just telling you right now, I like these Bengals.
1: Yeah, you you do like these Bengals. And uh, A.J. Green only had five catches. It's all he needed to, to notch up three TDs. He was at his very best. On the other side, Joe Flacco, the Ravens quarterback, or as Zach likes to call him, Mo Flacco.
0: Well, uh, if he's. Okay, let me just quickly. Some of the worst content this year. Jump Um, on the wagon for a second and say that Charlie and I have a bet. If you missed him week one, we've got a bet. I think the Ravens are going to be better than the Texans. Which he is thinks outlandish. the Texans are going to be better than the Ravens. And so we've got these sort of second teams in the AFC that we're yeah. both supporting.
1: Sleepers, if you will. Sleep-
0: <laughs> well, I think the Ravens are going to be good. Uh, weren't Snores. good enough to get up against a very frisky, very talented Bengals team yeah. uh, on, you know, it was a way game Thursday night football. Yeah. And if Joe Flacco simply shaves his mustache into a handlebar, He'll be an MVP beautifully candidate. Beautifully crafts
1: it. It will automatically change his game. No, Flacco, are, bring him back. They are our sleepers, snorers, or maybe without a pulse um, after week two. Uh, so Flacco wasn't too bad either. He threw a couple TDs and 376 yards. However, as is usually the case with these Baltimore Ravens, they just fail to actually beat a decent team. Uh, all the hysteria from the week one thrashing of the Bills. <laughs> uh, further supporting my case. They are, they are straight up trash. I uh I took a lot from this game. I love Cincinnati to win this division. Considering the Steelers' slow start, are you taking the Bengals seriously, Skip?
0: Uh, great question. Yeah, I think they've actually got a really good team. And mm. I mean, there's been a lot of slack there. Head coach Marvin Lewis has been there for 15 years, has not won a playoff How? game at How? that time. Um, I don't know. They've kind of been the, the beacon of mediocrity. Uh, yeah. There's such thing. I'm not sure who created it, but as the Dalton scale, the quarterback yeah. for the Cincinnati Bengals, it's basically... He is always the 16th best quarterback in the league yeah. in that if you've got a quarterback that's better than him, you're doing well. And if he's yeah. worse than Andy Dalton, you're doing poorly. He is the yard marker. He was looking great. The red rifle. Um, he's kind really of like a
1: quarterback who, if you had everything else stacked on fantasy, running back, wide receiver, defense, you pick Andy Dalton. Well, that's the thing. If you haven't and got enough cash he, left, you want to be respectable. That's what
0: he had early in his career, and I don't think yeah. we appreciated it, but he had some really good players. He had yeah. uh, uh, Sanu, AJ Green, and... Uh, uh, the Ocho. No, not
1: Ocho. Uh, no Ocho.
0: Um, who is the uh, Sanu? Jeremy Hill. N- Jeremy Hill, yes, but uh, another receiver who is now playing for Detroit. Oh,
1: uh, Marvin Jones Jr. Marvin
0: Jones Jr. had a lot of yeah. good players. Uh, Tyler, uh, is
1: Tyler Eifert still there? Yeah, he's still there. Yeah.
0: but he's, he's you know he's, he's not as dangerous as
1: he's not Kelsey. Your Zach Earths, your yeah, Zach Ertz. your Kelsey. Yeah,
0: Zach Ertz. Don't put him in the same sentence. I would. I would certainly put him as a top tier tight end. No, I I think you. No, Sean Lee. If I was uh, <laughs> if I was a if I was a Steelers fan, yeah, I'd be a bit concerned about the Bengals, but they're only one. What? Yeah, one game. one, and, one and, a and a half games up. One and a half games up. Yeah, you know, it's it's early in the season. Yeah, you know, we we, we try not to overreact to September, yeah. but I do but like the Bengals. I think
1: they're uh, they're a really good shot. So you've still got. The Steelers were in the north or Baltimore?
0: Uh, well, it could be a Bengals and then maybe the Ravens. <laughs> the maybe the Browns. I don't know. It's really a coin toss. <laughs> I mean, these Browns could be 2-0 oh if they could kick straight. I'm telling you about it. Buddy Gonzalez. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's move on uh, to the Monday Night Football game that I had the pleasure of watching. For those who don't know, Charlie Lucky works bastard. during the week. Yeah. Uh, I God sit damn. around waiting for a radio job to appear. So I get to watch Monday Night Football. Uh, and I tell you what, man, the the Bears get up 24 17 against the Seahawks. Yeah, nice. I think the stat line probably doesn't reflect. Sorry, the, the final score doesn't reflect yeah. how much this was really just lent on the Bears. It, it felt like they had the ball twice as long as the Seahawks. Yeah. Uh, because I think that was actually true. Yeah. Um, really enjoyed watching this Bears day. And for the first time, I'm finding myself only watching the left-hand side of the screen. So when Seattle's in their offense and Russell Wilson's doing his thing, running around, doing great. Before the snap, I'm just watching Khalil Mack to see what he's going to do. 3rd and 17. Mack strips
1: it. He is unbelievable. Khalil Mack strips it down. Seattle recovers, but if there's a quarterback with the ball, he's
0: got to find him this year. Number 52, just got traded from the Oakland Raiders and he's making John Gruden look like an absolute idiot for trading him because all he does is impact the game Mm. and swing the tide, uh, all the momentum over to the Bears side. Sacks, pressures, strips all in the first half. Mitch Trubisky did everything he could to keep the Seahawks in the game with two picks. Um, I actually think... That uh, the Bears might be better off just keeping the defense out there?
1: Similar to the Jags.
0: They, they Well, I mean, the Jags playing well now. The Bears are like the classic version of a team that is probably more likely to score with their defense than the, their offense. They're the
1: 2017 Jags. Just
0: leave them in there. They're great. Yeah. They're yeah. absolutely awesome. I think Khalil Mack makes everyone look better. Um, yeah. Did you catch much of this game at all, James? Oh, I saw
1: some highlights of Khalil Mack, and he was just an absolute bull. Uh, similar to last week against the Green Bay Packers, he was just in, absolutely influential in this game. Seattle, I mean, it's it's only been two games, but for, for the last at least year or so, I've I've really witnessed this team struggle to put up points consistently. They just, yeah, they just don't have ways to score and score heavily. Uh, I feel like they're always in these 17 to 20 scraps, and it comes down to a field goal. I mean, you're looking at their receiving core. Doug Baldwin's out with injury. Uh, I don't really know who they're throwing to right now. Well, Jimmy Graham's gone it. to Green Bay,
0: um,
1: and I'm- their running game is essentially non-existent. Charlie, I thought they were going to be one
0: of the teams that traded for Josh Gordon. They really did. Because they're just so desperate at wide receiver for someone to help Russell Wilson out. I mean, they're a team that were for so many years were built on the running game with Marshall and Lynch Mm. being an absolute beast and uh, having a stacked defense. Well, now that defense is all but gone. Bobby Wagner, KJ Wright, and Earl Thomas left. Yeah, Russell Wilson's left on his own, who is an elite quarterback. He's unbelievable. But when you've got a poor offensive line, no receivers and no running game, what are you supposed to do? He's lucky to put up 17 at all. A couple other takeaways from the game, man. Seabass, Sebastian Janikowski. (laughs) Uh, Dude, he is a fridge. I did not realize. He's 260 pounds. What? (laughs) He is Massive is the uh, 40-year-old kicker. Yeah,
1: I was about to say. He's like 38 or something.
0: 40-year-old kicker for the Seahawks. Uh, for all the kicking woes during week two, Seabass showed everyone how it's done, drilled an absolute pearler of a four- <laughs> 56-yarder just Whoa. straight through the uprights. Looked like it carried another 12 yards. Yeah. Absolutely love him. He was a first-round pick for the Oakland Raiders in 2000. And uh, you can He see wears why. the
1: iconic uh, long sleeve.
0: He wears the long sleeve the goes down untucked. Yeah. Like honestly, he could be playing defensive line, but yeah. uh, he's a big unit and looks a lot like of... he's going
1: to like Mad Monday. Dude, just he's playing.
0: Second point: Can we quickly talk about Michael Dixon? He had a drop punt, a drop kick off a kickoff. What? Yeah, I'm gonna play the audio. You can listen to it.
1: To bring out the Australian
0: Dixon, a drop kick kickoff. Now we're gonna send our stats folks into overdrive here. But I'm gonna put it out there. You tell me the last time you've ever seen a drop kick kickoff. Yeah, it's unbelievable. This guy's gonna be kicking field goals soon. You can legally, and it's been done before uh, once this. since 1940, though. Yeah, um, you can drop kick a field goal, and that's what I really want. If there's one thing I want for an Australian punter, Michael Dixon, Jesus, it's it's a it's a drop kick field goal. The other uh, head scratcher, mate. Do you remember the story floating around about Michael Kendricks, former Philadelphia Eagles middle linebacker? Um, yep. went to the Browns this year and then um, got done for insider trading.
1: Mm-hmm. As soon as he was became a part of the Browns, it just he got a, done for insider as, trading.
0: Well, the Seahawks, he was cut by the Browns and signed by the Seahawks last Thursday. What? So he could be facing
1: jail time still and he's so admitted case, to it. Just in case they sign and just in case he's, he's cleared. Well, he actually got a sack. Like he was great. So he's still yeah. playing.
0: He's still playing. I think he had some insider knowledge about how to get Jesus, to the quarterback. that's good. I like uh, that.
1: Teed that up very nicely.
0: Well, you know, he's playing inside linebacker. Uh, uh, he's just—he's a man on the inside, Charlie. Shit, I thought he was done. No, nah, Michael Kedrick's is still playing. I mean, I love it. You know, there's been athletes who have gone to jail before. Plaxio, Burres, yeah. Michael Vick. This is the first one who did it wearing a suit. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see what happens, but... Uh,
1: yeah, just uh, funny to see him on the field. I was, uh, I, I didn't believe it. Tell you like, what, could, there he is. they get twelve more convicts on that defense wouldn't help you out. I tell you, yeah, it was, it was good to see the Bears get the win. I think they deserved the win after last week, all the heartbreak yeah. uh, to the Green Bay Packers. So good on them for getting the win, getting the first win of the season. Now we're moving on to the Denver Broncos and the Raiders. Uh, didn't catch a lot of this one. This was, uh, it was actually close. It was a nineteen to twenty game. Broncos getting the win. And uh, mini Donald Trump Raiders head coach, John Gruden. Once again, reminded that just because he coached 15 years ago and can call a couple of in a commentary booth on Monday Night Football, it doesn't mean it's <laughs> going to be the same. Case Keenum, he was great. He threw for 222 yards and ran for a TD on a vital fourth and goal with six minutes remaining. And uh, Philip Lindsay, it's not exactly a household name, the Denver Broncos running back. He had a nice little game. by rushing over for over 100 yards. Dude, he looked good. Yeah, he looked good. Uh, on the Raiders' side of the ball, Derek Carr threw at 91%. Completion rating, which is pretty Completion high. Rating, which he went 29 to 32. the league 32. average? Like high 60s? Yeah. 91%. Unbelievable numbers. He threw for 288 and a touchdown. Marshall Lynch had a semi-respectable game against one of the best defensive line in pro football. Talking about Von Miller, your Bradley Chubbs of the world. He rushed for 69 yards and a score. Uh, it wasn't enough to help the Broncos to pick up a huge AFC West win considering how much the Chiefs are just rolling well, they're, at the moment.
0: Denver's 2-0, and and, uh, you know, they're looking half decent, right? Yeah. Like, I don't think they're going to... Challenge the Chiefs they're, in any way. Not yet, they're doing what they need to do. But they're getting the wins. I mean, yeah. they were down. That The Raiders actually kind of have their number for the first three quarters. And then it kind of comes down to coaching. For the second week in a row, <laughs> uh, Oakland could not hold on to a lead or momentum at all and, yep. and, and coughed it up. And uh, now we get to see John Gruden just freak out, throw his quarterback under the, under the bus, and continue to blame the lack of pass rush, which I
1: think you've only got one <laughs>
0: person really...
1: It's really so perfect that. that Khalil's just dominating. It's almost like the best two game stretch of his career. And yeah, John Green so. has to just watch it. And you know, they're 0-2 the Raiders and in this in this division, especially with the Chargers, you know, they've still got a lot left in the tank. They well, absolutely it's literally a, an unreal nucleus of three teams. I just feel like the Raiders, as we said last week, kind of that seven to nine, eight and eight range. Unless they really unless Derek Carr starts playing absolute Pro Bowl football. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be a t- it's gonna be a tough. Seed. For I just Gruden. think that yeah, that defense just
0: doesn't have enough. Yeah. I mean, he, it, Gruden's complaint about Khalil Mack was that you know last year with Khalil Mack, our defense wasn't that good. Why am I going to pay him uh, as like the top paid defensive player in the league? Yeah. Well, now we see why because look at your defense without him. I mean, you're mm-hmm. letting Case Keenum come back in the fourth quarter against you, and this guy isn't yeah. exactly uh, Joe Montana out there. Yeah. <laughs> He's not lighting it up. Hey, yeah, uh, moving right along. Uh, Panthers, Falcons. Uh, Panthers go down as they okay. visit. Uh, Maddie Ice and the Dirty Birds down at Atlanta, 24-31. to Man, not too much to take away from this game. Classic divisional rivalry. Matt yeah. Ryan threw for two touchdowns, ran for a couple more, um, and they made the red zone matter, which has been a big yeah. strike on the Atlanta Falcons. They were four from four. Um, Matty, Matty Ice looking pretty good. He did had a pick. The, the Cam job. Newton classic, had a pick. They both Matt went Ryan for game. close to 300 yards or just yeah. a bit over. Um, yeah, uh, look, not too much to say from this game. It kind of went the way we thought it was going to go.
1: Yeah, it was a typical Panthers game. I watched a few highlights, and Cam's just ma- really making his receivers work for those balls. and then <laughs> just really, sailing it over the heads. Really simple catches and slants that just should be just schoolyard football, and he's just zipping those balls in. There. The receivers <laughs> are barely holding onto them, almost taking their helmets off. It's just, it's very humorous to watch him just do that. What a he, what he Are He just. <laughs> Pretty much shoots over them by like 10 yards. And uh, it's great to see. And then he goes on some 40-yard run and he breaks his neck. Um, I mean, he's, but, still, uh, he's
0: still my MVP. I love him. Uh, watching him chew that, that Carolina-colored chewing gum when he's at the goal line. That's just the best.
1: He loves the chewy. And, yeah, Matt Ryan looked good. Calvin Ridley looked good. For the Falcons, like they need another receiver. First, too. first round pick from yeah. this year's draft, Calvin to Ridley. To compliment uh, Julio and Sanu.
0: I mean, a great wide receiver name, Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley. He was born to be a wide yeah. receiver,
1: and he's number eighteen. Is Shows he number it's a bit 18? different. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Stuff for round, the eighty to ninety range. We're going eighteen. We're going eighteen. Yeah. yeah. Like
0: the great Jeremy Macklin before him. Yeah. I'm trying
1: to think of another eighteen. I can't. Yeah. Hey, what are you talking about? Randall Cobb, Peyton Manning. Um. I was, so uh, that was receiver. Good. Oh, yeah. Pey- yeah.
0: Peyton Manning. I reckon I could outspread Peyton Manning.
1: Yeah. No doubt. He had a few nice sneaks against the
0: Cowboys. I want to go on
1: YouTube and kill some time. Go to, go to Peyton Manning, goal line sneak. Not even kidding. Really? Watched on Friday. Um, <laughs> how's, how's, how's work going, mate? Yeah. Must be, must Moving be on to the next game. What a game this was. Fitz Magic <laughs> knocking off the defending Super Bowl champs. I think you said on Sunday I was, when I was creating my week three, guaranteed multi you know just man just chuck in. like they're paying a dollar 60 but it's just like you couldn't have a bigger lock like well i'm surprised you're not putting in. i said no i'm just i feel like the fitzmagic train it's an express job and uh (laughs) it's stopping all stations to top up the Mikey lads because uh it's not stopping well Uh, i should
0: have known that the eagles weren't going to walk into hogwarts and expect to beat Dumbledore. exactly Fitzmagic was real
1: Yeah. yeah it was all over the shop and uh yeah, I'm gonna really enjoy reading out this game. Uh, I was laughing essentially for its entirety. Great. The thanks. FitzMagic led Tampa Bay Buccaneers defeated Zach's Eagles 27 to 21 down in Tampa. Uh, after Zach was so confident that they would cruise, goddamn, FitzMagic's post game looked good. Before we get uh, into the stats,
0: yeah, let's let's quickly uh, probably funniest moment of the of the year so far. Those who aren't familiar with Ryan Fitzpatrick, he's been a quarterback who was drafted out of Harvard. He's played for a bunch of different teams, shown flashes um, of being a franchise quarterback for the Bills and the Jets in separate years. And he typically has one great year, right, Charlie? And then he'll have a stinker the year after. And that great year is always a contract year. Yep, He's up for a contract the next season. That's exactly what he's doing now. He's going to be getting that Josh McCowan 10 mil next year from some team. Maybe the Bucks. We don't know. He's just filling in for their starter with Jameis Winston at the moment. There's no reason to go back to Jameis Winston right now. Brian Fitzpatrick is next to Patrick Mahomes for league MVP. And I can't believe yeah. I'm saying these words right now. He's it's done insane. his research.
1: And he, exactly like he said, in contract years, he plays big time. And yeah, he knows when to show up. He uh, completed over 80% of his passes, dude, through 402 yards and 14 days on this highly talented Philly D.
0: Charlie, can I say, against the Saints and against the Eagles, yeah. two teams that we thought were going to be uh, well into you the know, playoffs, possibly yeah. going to the Super Bowl. Yep. Yeah. This guy's thrown for eight touchdowns and has only had 13 incompletions.
1: Yeah. What is going on? What's happening? He's got Deshaun Jackson, dude. And he's got Deshaun Jackson, Mike Evans, and tight end OJ Howard. He's got absolute weapons.
0: That's the thing. And this is the team that a lot of people thought was going to be trotting out there in 2017, except now it seems like maybe Jameis Winston was the problem. Maybe it's not because this is a superstar kind of lineup in terms of – weapons and they've got pretty decent offensive line and uh, I don't know what's their running game like
1: uh, Jaquiz Rogers he's he's no hack Um, (laughs) (laughs) his name's Jaquiz and uh, (laughs) the the defense Uh, don't get me started a lot of (laughs) (laughs) a lot of pieces (laughs) Uh, Gerald McCoy uh, uh, can I just
0: quickly say to the Eagles fans I mean we're we're playing with our second team right now no one's no one's freaking out this This is is not a hangover we've got our backup QB we're missing our running back we're missing our wide receiver we're missing is he running back JJ he went out. Ah, oh, yeah, right. Jason Peters went out.
1: Yeah, um, Corey Clement, he's no hack.
0: Yeah, but he's not. You know,
1: he, you shouldn't have given we, blood we, to the lions. We can't be
0: handed. We can't be handed the rock to Clement on every play. <laughs> every play. Um, uh, but yeah, no, it's good to see. Uh, yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick walks out. Sorry, we we got totally distracted, but in the postgame matchup Ryan Fitzpatrick you gotta have a look right now just google his name that's yeah. what's gonna come up he yeah. walks out looking like Conor McGregor yep uh, just oozing swag he's got the chest hair matching the beard with the sunnies it, it, it was perfect uh,
1: it's, it's perfection
0: he was wearing Sean Jackson's jacket when I first I thought that was just the way he's dressing now but uh, let's play that post-conference highlight right now <laughs> it's nothing, I, mean, I think
1: we just have to stay humble <laughs> <laughs> make sure we know how to handle success and all those things uh, so uh, it was Stay fantastic. Number. And, dude, incredible. Uh, Tampa Bay only had 34 total rush- rushing yards, right? Which for many defenses should translate into a win. But uh, that magic spell it just does not stop. Uh, Zach, do you believe that the Bucks are a legitimate threat in the NFC? I don't. Not yet. Come on. Dude. i got to see more. I know. But you I... just said New Orleans and, and Philly. That's, just, that's not a joke.
0: I, it isn't a joke. But that all being said, you know, you, you're going up against... Maybe the best division in football. I still think the Saints are good. With Drew, you got Drew Brees. They're yeah. a good team. Atlanta's a great team, and, and you uh, got what a he. And we got what a he. What a Cam. What a Superman <laughs> Cam. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <what> <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> they they look really good, but at some point the Fitz Magic's got to run out. I'm not jumping on the Bucks bandwagon just yet, yeah. and you can punish me if they end up making the playoffs. I think the magic but...
1: spell lasts six months, all the way through to Feb, and uh, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be a beautiful thing to see.
0: <laughs> all right, yeah.
1: Uh, moving right along uh, to another
0: one of the uh, Yana yeah, goods. I think we've only got a couple of these nah, left nah, before good. we get to the absolute stinkers. But Stinky. I didn't mind the Texans Titans, and let me say that's because Blaine Gabbard balled. He looked great, yeah, he balled out, but he wasn't the best best <laughs> best quarterback. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is it the real season or is it preseason week two? I don't know what's happening. No, 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 it, it's well, actually ridiculous. It
0: was weird because Marcus Mariota, who's the starting quarterback for the for the Tennessee Titans, He's a hack. Uh, he, well, we don't know if he's any good yet, really, when we when we look at him. But he was suited up. He was suited up, but he wasn't cleared to play. It was a weird one. So Gabbett, yeah, well, they, was, they, had, uh, they had the BJ's out there. They're not gonna. They're not. Gonna, they're not gonna, they're not
1: gonna throw him squared out there.
0: For the Tennessee Titans, he uh, completes thirteen of twenty attempts. Um, but Byard, uh, yeah, Baird. Baird? I-, I saw Is his name Baird? in the
1: highlight number thirty-one. B y it- b y a r d.
0: Okay, so bad. Yeah, it's Baird. Baird yeah. Um, what's he? Safety for the Titans. Yeah, safety. Well, he had a perfect one hundred and fifty-eight point three percent quarterback rating. Uh, he was one for one for a sixty-six yard TD on a fake punt. Uh, if anyone, yeah, I saw can that yeah. pull off a fake punt
1: on Madden. I was about to say. Okay, uh, like you're all mad. You, I'll, you, you I'll cl- call you a legend. You clocked the game. And wide open is team Quickshake down the sideline. for a touchdown! Kevin fired threw it. Crookshank with the score. And how about those tricky Titans here in the first quarter?
0: I don't know who gets confused on a fake punt, but for whatever reason these guys pulled it off. What are you talking was, about it's the Texans? Well, they're your team, mate. Yeah, well. You've hitched your wagon to the Texans. And they are 0-2, just sitting behind my beautiful Ravens. As long as neither team wins a game for the rest of the season, I win this wager. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm sitting pretty with Mo Flacco. Mate, didn't think the Texans looked that good. Their defense just couldn't generate anything. Um, I love Fuller. I love Hopkins, the receiving um, receiving mm. call for, for the Texans. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson's. You know, he's making some plays happening through for 310 yards. It's not easy. But uh, they just couldn't get the victory.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to watch uh, considering they're my AFC pick in our little contest. They just get close enough, but they just can't close out games. Yeah, it's... And uh, I don't know if it's Bill O'Brien. I don't know how long he's got on his contract, but... For me, he's taking that team nowhere.
0: Well, you, it, when you get 150 more yards than yeah. your opposing
1: team, you reckon you're going to get a
0: win. And when when you, yeah. when, the, when the opposing team starting Blaine Gabbert, you usually yeah. think you're going to get a win. And when the opposing team is the Tennessee Titans, you think you're usually the opposing going to get team a win.
1: starting Blaine Gabbert, you're licking your chops. You don't worry about the playbook pregame. Well, you're, you're pretty much penciling in as a dub. Titans um, are also missing their top three tackles, by the way. Yeah. Who were meant to guard the quarterback? It was so bad, I don't know what was, JJ. It was, it was a bad loss for my boys. You got the Giants
0: next week uh, for
1: the Texans. Texans yeah, I saw the that. This week. that. That's that. at uh NRG Stadium at uh Houston's uh home deck. Must win for uh, both teams, you gotta uh, think. A but pivotal game. Huge must win. For the G Man of the Texans. One of these teams <laughs> could go over three. Uh, that is
0: gonna spell disaster. But, you
1: know, this is a this is a definite NFC Wild Card exit uh in the first round of the playoffs. So that yeah, you know, that team would want to get there just to fill their quota. Um, so that's going to be a really interesting game. One to watch. last
0: thing, Blaine Gabbert uh, threw a ball. It was uh, hit hit by one of the Texans' defenders yep. and uh, bounced back into Blaine Gabbert's hands. Wow! Now at this point, it's his year. It was, because, <laughs> but then he made the, the terrible mistake of trying to throw it again, which is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what he was thinking. At the NFL level, you think you'd know that. I mean, I think I knew that. I, I'd never pulled it off on Madden, but I, I just uh, as if
1: you could throw it. <laughs> oh my lord! Throw
0: it forward twice. That's a wow. that's a pretty basic I rule. I would still
1: do it in Madden. That's that's I didn't know that. That's good to know. Anyway, uh, so let's jump ahead. And the last year now, nah, good game for week two: the Browns and the Saints. Uh, God damn. The the Brown the, the Browns It's <laughs> just this just snuck into the air yeah. now good. This right? one this one, yeah, just scraped in just based on the last minute sixteen. Uh the Browns tied at eighteen all with the New Orleans Saints on their way to a first the first win of the year.
0: Our first win in um how many how many months? Oh
1: probably uh, eleven or twelve. Longer than say. More than twelve, like maybe since, twenty months. Since I G 3s historic win. RG3's big Thursday night football win against, against the Chargers in 2016. That was their last yeah. victory. So they're 1-32-1 so,
0: uh, over
1: yes. the last three seasons yeah, so far. Yeah, so Hugh Jackson really, really keen to get one on the board. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I am establishing a <laughs> culture. <laughs> oh, yeah. Poor Hugh, man. We should really play that audio when he's talking to Des and saying this team does not deal with complacency anymore. <laughs> this, is, this is this is a winning team, okay? So they were tied at eighteen with the New Orleans Saints. You know who would have thought? I, I, I pencil this in as a Saints Wait, can drubbing. I just, can I just
0: quickly stop you there? They were down six. To Rod Taylor, throws an absolute dime to Antonio Callaway, a yeah. hail mary. This is Aaron Rodgers level throw yeah. back of the end zone, slots it in. I'm thinking, my God, they've tied the game at eighteen all, right? And then they stroll out. um, What's Zane Gonzalez? Yeah. And he misses the extra point. Taylor for the end zone. Catch made. Touchdown, Antonio Callaway. Hanging in the pocket. Gonzalez, the extra point. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's not good. Just to yeah. just to set the scene, yeah. This is like the most guaranteed kick yeah. of guaranteed kick. This is the one that's meant to be going in a hundred percent of the yeah. time, and this guy can't buy a win. Yeah, poor Hugh Jackson. What's going through his mind? He's like, "We're going to be up against the Saints. All we're going to do is get our pretty decent defense yeah. to 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 hold this this victory." But yeah. Uh, nah, yeah. I'm thinking here's another tie, and yeah. the Browns were very much
1: on their way to oh yeah. and. Okay, so that that would have made a nine, 1918, putting massive pressure on Drew Brees. They missed the extra point. Hugh Jackson's face right after it is absolutely magnificent. If you're going to go on YouTube today, just watch Hugh Jackson's face. Uh, it, how much pain? Come on, man, take uh, T. Rod. As you said, uh, he seems to have kept his job for another week. He had a pretty decent game. Threw for about two forty six and a TD.
0: Well, here's the thing, right? They they got within after the Saints took the took the lead. The Browns get the ball back with so many seconds left. They, they're marching down and uh, may, picking up some serious yardage. There's eight seconds left on the clock. They call a timeout and the 52-yard kick, right? So Hugh Jackson, in his infinite wisdom, has either got a chance. Eight seconds, I reckon you've got a shot downfield. Yeah. And I reckon you've got a better chance of getting a shot downfield then sending out a kicker who just missed a twenty-yard chip shot yeah. to try and kick a fifty-two yarder, yeah. and here's a guy who's missed two field goals already, slinging it to the to the left. It's this redemption moment, and I'm thinking Zane Gonzalez, he's going to become a hero in, uh, in Cleveland. Yeah, in the next LeBron James yeah, in kicks this. Gonzalez, he's missed to the left. He's missed to the right, and the Saints are going to win this game. The frustration for Cleveland continues. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately shanks it to the right, and once again the Browns
1: lose. And uh, I gotta say,
0: it's it's becoming beyond a joke now. It's yeah, just hard to watch. It's getting out
1: of hand. I really do hope the Browns get up this week against the Jets on Thursday night football. Uh, it's mix. gonna be a classic week three matchup. Yeah, I hope so too. Uh Drew Brees for the Saints, he you know, as always, completed eighty percent of his passes, two forty-three yards and two touchdowns. That connection he's got with emerging wide receiver Michael Thomas. he, he He's a real stud, that uh, guy. Emerging? I love watching him play. Dude, yeah, he's, he's, he's here. He's emerging. He's, he's, here. What are uh, he's talking about? He's well and truly he's on the path.
0: Like 2,000-yard season. Let me get
1: through my game. Sorry, mate. I've I'm never got through. Really hijacked. Let me, just get me through halfway through re- a seg. <laughs> Sorry. Without <laughs> no, you. No. I, just I like James Connell last week. Was... You all me on James Connell last week. He had 169 yards, right? <laughs> uh, Michael Thomas, emerging receiver. All purpose. Who actually, I think, has received the most... Is that the most rece- most receiving yards of the
0: first two seasons of anyone's <laughs> career? But, uh, anyway,
1: really breaking away. That, <laughs> <laughs> that connection. I keep an eye on him. That connection. <laughs> that connection is gorgeous. That pair hook up twice in the end zone. He is one for fantasy next year, <laughs> uh <laughs> But it's back to the drawing board for the Cleveland Browns. I mean, they're showing signs of a team that's improving. I'm well, not. I'm being. Good. I'm being serious, right? It- they, they just can't close out the games, and it just feels contagious. You know, week by week, they always find ways to lose. Uh, I'm not concerned. I know you're concerned about the Browns because we all expected this, but are you concerned about the Saints' relatively slow start to this year?
0: Yeah, I am. Uh, they haven't looked that good against two teams that they probably should have pantsed, or we had them penciled in for a pantsing. Yep. Uh, They're running back Alvin Kamara, who uh, was an absolute stud last year, rookie. Yeah. Um, has not looked great. No. So, you know, we'll wait and see. They've got um, in Mark Ingram coming back in and yep. another running back who's an absolute beast for them. Pierre Thomas. Early early days, Pierre Thomas. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Jeremy Shockey, tight end. <laughs> He's a beast. Uh, of course, these two players retired years ago. Chaz, let's, uh, let's quickly whip through the stinkers of this week um, because everyone deserves a, a little bit of attention, but we won't spend too much time with them. Colts get the win over the... Washington Redskins, I did enjoy watching Andrew Luck play again. Yeah. I think he is an absolute beast, and he puts these uh, Indianapolis Colts on his back. He makes mm. them relevant. Mm. Uh, he's obviously been injured for a long time, was looking like a top-five quarterback in the first three to four years of his career. First number
1: one pick out of Stanford.
0: You know, the way the Titans and the Texans are playing, they they, they could sneak into the playoffs. Yeah. I'm not counting them out. Yeah, Andrew sniff- Luck, if he starts to play well again... Um, It the only thing I'm going to really mention about this game is it kind of taught us that maybe the Redskins aren't a beast of a team. Could not deliver at FedEx Field.
1: They are who we thought they were. They
0: are who we thought they were, despite the fact that they absolutely destroyed the Cardinals last week. uh, I think we just now know that the Cardinals are a uh, really
1: Canadian Football League team.
0: Stinking. Yeah, they they are. They are bad. Yeah, Uh, they are. And I don't know why they keep throwing Sam Bradford out there. Like, just get Josh Rosen. Just let's see what they, – they, he's a first-round pick yeah. for a reason. Let's see what he's got. Instead, they're starting a guy who has, I think, never won more than eight games in a season. Yeah,
1: that was – it was a fair beating on Sunday for the for the Cards, going down 34 to the Rams. Uh, on to another absolute stinker. Chargers at the Bills, the most unreliable team in multi-history, the L.A. Chargers, the fourth-quarter specialists – we are triumphant against the pesky Bills. The Bills managed to put up 20 points in this game, so a lot of kudos to them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Josh Allen really taking some strides, keeping Nathan Peterman out of a job. <laughs> Just keeping him on the bench. Just uh, keeping him at bay. Um, so <laughs> he was impressive. Um, the Chargers get the job done. i got to tell you, Philip Rivers may as well have parked it on the Sun Lounge with my tie and throwing balls from there because this was a theoretic a clinic for the layman. Yeah. Um Rivers completed eighty eighty-five percent of his passes, two fifty-six and three touchdowns. Melvin Gordon, the Chargers running back, had a nice game: two receiving and one rushing touchdown. Good for your fantasy team there, Chad. Good for your fantasy and the self-destructive Bills continue to prove everyone right that they are the worst team in the NFL. Well, I mean, it's them and the Cardinals right now in the sweepstakes. Oh, I think so they've I think got the Cardinals covered.
0: Cross cross them both off our list yeah. of potential Super Bowl contenders. Mike Williams, former first-round pick of
1: the Chargers got his first career touchdown, which is great. He was injured last year. That was what uh, sent Vontae into retirement, I (laughs) believe. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, that's... I
0: mean, as we talked about at the top of the show, uh, winners never quit and quitters never win, uh, (laughs) but neither do the Bills. So (laughs) I think Vontae has got the last laugh. I mean, we've kind of touched on this. uh, Cardinals, Rams. Rams look like an absolute powerhouse. Cardinals look like they're just in uh, shocking form. Yeah. Failed to score. um, Did not... (laughs) Did uh, I think they didn't get into the Cardinals? Saw this the, the Rams fifty until it was like the second last play until the second last play. they, they, I, yeah. think they got, I can't remember how many it was, but it was like maybe five first downs in the game. Yeah, and I think they, uh, if I if I recall correctly, um, their drives went punt, 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 yep. punt, punt, punt.
1: They love a multi end of the game. Yep
0: not too much to learn from that game yeah. other than um, I think it's time to uh, to get Josh uh, Josh Rosen out there see what he's got yeah. golf played very well yeah punts and picks for the Cardinals really
1: let's go on to some more trash the Detroit Lions uh, ventured to San Francisco to take on the Jimmy G inspired San Francisco 49ers Niners getting the job done with yep. a close one 30 to 27 at home probably a little bit too close for 49ers fans uh, I think the Lions had a nice little comeback at the end and they did to make it to bring it within a field goal. But uh, Jimmy G efficient as always, completing eighteen for twenty six, two hundred six, and two TDs. Jimmy G is the kind of quarterback for me, kind of like a Joe Flacco category. Joe, Joe Flacco category when it comes to yards. I feel like he's always going to throw that two hundred to two hundred fifty yards and like two touchdowns, no picks. Like he'll just, just always be efficient, reliable, consistent, reliable, consistent. And that's
0: what you want he's, from such a handsome man, on yeah. Jimmy GQ.
1: He's never going to throw four hundred fifty and five. He's never going to put up Roethlisberger numbers. Okay, he's just well, going to. Yeah. He's just going to get it done get it down the field and, and they'll win like 23 to 17 for the rest of his career. Uh, yeah.
0: Have the 49ers got a chance, Charlie of sneaking up to sort oh of like God. nine wins or. Yeah. I
1: think, I think nine wins is fair considering, uh, Seahawks, the Seahawks and, and the cards, such a piss poor division. Uh, I think the Rams are going to be that kind of that 12, four range. And then I think the Niners could get nine or 10 wins. I really do. I think that they're, they're a steady enough football team. They're balanced. Um, Matt Stafford for the Lions had the most Matt Stafford game imaginable. One, because it results in a loss. Two, because he threw for close to 350 yards and had more than 50 attempts. Uh, throwing the well, football, he had a lot
0: of 50 attempts. That's like it's yeah. like Ben against the Chiefs. Yeah, oh, wow, that's crazy. They were just
1: slinging it. They're like, "Oh, we got no running. We got LeGarrette Blunt. Let's <laughs> let's just keep throwing it." <laughs> did LeGarrette, LeGarrette Blunt get thrown out of the game? I saw. Yeah, he got ejected. Ah, I think he was similar to Vontae. Just didn't want to retire. <laughs> um, so I don't want to play for this team anymore. It. Uh, <laughs> I, mean, I feel
0: bad for the Lions because I do like them as a, as a friend. It's just something I like. Like you know they're a blue collar city. I like, I like the Pistons, so I like the Lions for whatever yeah. reason. I just You know you, you yeah. kind of like the ba- the basketball team. You naturally yeah, old-fashioned like kind of thing. Team. Motor but, City. Um, yeah, this whole Matt Patricia thing, it's not looking good. I mean, their defense has given up a lot of points in the first two weeks. yeah. And uh, to get a win next week, they're 0-2. You don't want to be in an 0-2 hole, but to get a win next
1: week, you're going to have to
0: beat the New England Patriots at home.
1: Oh, it's going to be tough. That's a tough one. That's, that's in the- Detroit. Sunday Night Football, I think. Uh, that's, going, be, that's Going
0: up against uh, the, old, the old Lord Vader. Or yeah. Bill Belichick and, yeah. uh, you know, one of the, one one of his many more uh, Sith apprentices who yes. unfortunately cannot get it done uh, in his own franchise.
1: Yes. Another stinker game. Skipper, Did you have any more stinkers for us?
0: Yeah, we've got two stinkers to get through, mate. We'll, we'll, we'll fly through these because we've got the third down coming up, which is where we will give our absolute locks for week three of the NFL season. But before we get there, the Jets against Miami go down 12-20. to 20 big win for the dolphins they needed a victory and guess what they are the third undefeated team coming out of florida <laughs> uh, you can't you can't make this stuff up before the season no one had maybe maybe jacksonville for one or two wins to yeah. start the year but no one had all three of these teams going undefeated this far into the season frank gore is older than my dad but he's yep. now fourth all time in rushing which is great for him just keep smashing records frank don't worry about the team i think the jets fans are starting to take just down do you. Uh, starting to take down their super bowl 53 posters <laughs> that they put up after, <laughs> after <laughs> decimating the Lions in week one. Um, it's like, all right, let's just stay humble. Um, Sam Darnold I'm looked the all breaks, right. Everyone. Yeah, let's just, okay, in a couple of years to develop here. I still think they're in one of the best, like, in terms of as a rebuilding team, you're in the best position because mm. your quarterback looks great and it's his first season and he's 21 yeah. years old. You, yeah, going will be, be fine. You're going to be fine. This is probably going to be a, a six and ten season. Yeah, and it's going to be great for your developing quarterback. Yeah. so I, I I wouldn't stress. Classic Jets. I think Miami are actually going to stick around for a little while. They travel to Oakland next week. Could be three and zero. Could be three and
1: zero. Yeah, they will be three and zero.
0: Tannehill looked fine. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, it's Adam Gay's offense. He's the head coach. He had a rough year last year with yeah. Jay Cutler at the helm, but I think they're starting yeah. to turn things around. Down. I Miami. see them as
1: I see them as a wild card. I think they'll they'll win enough in the AFC East. I think the Pats will win the AFC East, but I think they'll finish second, just just uh, just behind the Pats. And uh, considering the landscape of the AFC with the inconsistency of these teams, I think the uh, I think the Dolphins are going to be around there.
0: Well, I mean, it's uh, it's, and it's so early in September. We, there's so many storylines that come out. and nah, I, this I, is a lock. I, I think Miami could drop off. I'm not, not too pumped about Miami after already giving away my lock for week three. They, they, <laughs> let's just slow down. They beat they beat the Titans and the Jets. Um, they're not exactly potent uh, AFC uh, offense. Not exactly going up against. Uh, yeah. The there cream of the Steve crop. Steve Young here.
1: here. Yeah, okay. And to finish the stinker segment, we've got the boys and the Giants. The Dallas Cowboys knocked off the New York football Giants on Sunday night, 22-13. And what many of the is the Giants win, including myself and... Uh, uh, me and, as well, man. And many other me avid NFL well, followers. Uh, but the Cowboys actually found some offense, something we haven't seen in quite some time. They led 20-3 halfway through the fourth and shockingly didn't blow the lead. Um <laughs> Dak Prescott was in 2016 form. He threw for 160 yards, Dak Prescott. Right? Wow, way slow. Okay. Stop the presses. That, that's the first quarter for Rodgers. Complemented by star running back Ezekiel Elliott, who had 78 and a TD off 17 carries. It was great to see that touchdown of Tavon Austin. Thank to Elliott and they go deep downfield and getting open and
0: making the catch. At the 25-yard line and taking it all the way into the end zone is Tavon Austin. Touchdown, Cowboys. Well, I forgot Tavon yeah. Austin was in the league uh, I, it's, until it's, I, so I saw I. that that I pass. I kind of thought it was Miles Austin.
1: <laughs> uh, and, and ex, this guy was receiver for Cowboys for like eight years ago, Miles Austin. And I, I heard the call, Austin going for a sixty-four yard touchdown. If he's come out like, of a it's good on him.
0: Tavon Austin came over yeah. from the
1: Rams, uh, and fortunately, yeah, that was
0: like that was a long pass by Dak Prescott, probably the longest yeah. pass to see him throw. It was like thirty yards, and then yeah. Tavon took it to the house. The Giants' offense, man. I didn't watch this game because it was a stinker. And I knew I kind of felt like it was going to be a stinker. And I'd watched NFL red zone all morning on Monday. I was, I was toast. I couldn't be bothered. Glad I didn't watch it. Tough life. But, um, last thing, if you want to see a funny image is, is the clapper. No, the clapper was fine. This was, uh, Eli Manning after getting hit his face (laughs) after getting rocked by these Cowboys defenders. He just looked like he had the lights knocked out of him. And, uh, (laughs) It makes me feel good because I feel like that's what my face would look like if I was playing football. But this guy, he's been in the league for, you know, 14 (laughs) years. You'd think he'd seen it all, but I don't know. (laughs) My question from this game, Charlie, is Saquon Barkley. Saquon. Saquon Barkley is uh, obviously, he's a a beast, right? But when you can't get anything going on offense, what's the point of having all these weapons? Odell Beckham was almost
1: completely ineffectual.
0: Ingram? Yeah, yeah, I think they're, they're, no, just nothing. No one did much, and does this stem from the quarterback? Yeah,
1: I think uh, the Dallas D really did their homework on Barkley Saquon. He, he was completely shut down. He had twenty eight yards off eleven carries, but he, uh, he was nice in the receiving game. He had eighty yards receiving, but if nothing on really on the rushing side of the ball. And Beckham, like he said, four catches of fifty one yards on a day where Dallas simply got the job done, kept him in check. I don't know. I don't know if it's a it's an Eli thing. I mean, they do place a lot of reliance on Odell Beckham Jr. They've got really no other receiver to go to, yeah. Outside of Ingram at the tight end position, and when when you got no running game, you really you really cook from the get go, um, and yeah, the clapper, Jason Garrett, the Dallas head coach, he was he was spitting, he was putting the microphone down, he was loving it, he was doing all the great coaching moves that you know all the greats have done in Bill Belichick. A lot, just, of, just a lot yelling, of high fives in the Jerry Jones yeah, skybox. A lot of, Jones, uh, uh,
0: skybox, I a lot of yelling, They're feed, Zeke. <laughs> um, a
1: lot of uh, let's go now. Let's go. Let's go now. Next drive. Let's go now. And uh, so what you're saying is he's an elite head coach. Yeah, in, uh, something that Dallas. I could do if I chucked on a headset. Yeah, um, Dallas are lucky to have him. Yeah. So Zach, I asked you this question: Do the Giants hit the panic button after an 0-2 start?
0: Well, I tell you what: if they don't get a win next week against the Houston Texans, I reckon this season's all but done. Yeah, and This is eerily similar to a, a few years ago when they went 0-5. Yeah, I remember and that season for whatever reason, and I don't know why, but. The worst thing that happened to the Giants last year was not the fact that Geno Smith started in place of Eli Manning. It is that everyone got so upset that Eli Manning was no longer the starter that they uh, consequently fired the head coach, put Eli back in, and decided not to draft an elite quarterback prospect like Sam Darnold and decided to run a few more years with Eli, despite the fact that... Yeah, he's got two Super Bowls, and those yeah. two Super Bowls were amazing. And he was the MVP of those games, and he beat Tom Brady in both games. Uh, last one was in 2011, and yeah. he's steadily declined each year. The stats show it. Yeah, since then, I mean, look, Eli's not a bad, he's not the worst quarterback in the league, but he's certainly in the bottom ten.
1: And he's not, yeah, like you said, he's not sufficient to give up a potential draft pick for your future roster. I just think that that would have
0: been a great opportunity to redshirt Darnold if you really wanted yeah. to um, get a couple other running backs in there. Uh, I, living I don't know. In a time
1: machine, the Giants. They're pick up living. Adrian Peterson. Know. You know He's I been know. playing okay. They're still I mean, living in 2011, uh, 07 days. They just they love this Eli nostalgia trip and I, they just keep him around. And it's just garbage. They're going I, nowhere. Exactly. I think the idea was to pick up Saquon Barkley. He's obviously a beast.
0: And hopefully that'll extend Eli's career, but yeah. so far not so good. So yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens against yeah. Houston next week. Yeah. I mean, for your sake, I hope Houston gets up because they're yeah. going against my
1: Ravens uh, in our little pool. But yeah, well, it, uh, it should. That's a lock for America's Game of the Week, Texans. <laughs> <Giants>. <laughs> well, we'll all
0: be talking about it. <laughs>
1: Absolutely.
0: All right, that just about wraps up uh, week two of the NFL season for Charlie and I. But it is now time to turn our attention, Chaz. Eight. Uh, to week three. And but it's a big one.
1: It is a huge one, mate.
0: So it's time for the third down. This is where we give our done deals, our locks of the week. You better lock it up. You lock it up. You lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Games that we think uh, you could really confidently go in and say, I know who's going to win. And uh, Charlie, yep. both you and I were tempted to take Vikings over the Bills.
1: Yeah. Vikings hosting the Bills, many would pencil in as a done deal. But we thought that was too easy. We thought, give us a bit of a challenge. Um, they, may, they may rest Kirk Cousins. Exactly. And how... there's, I feel like if one of us picked it, that would automatically kind of delegitimize, de-legitimize the comp. Uh, I'd feel like you know one person have a distinct advantage. So I have gone, based on my pure hatred for Detroit, the Pats as my done deal. The Pats are visiting Detroit on Sunday Night Football. I think the Pats rebound with a huge win here. Not necessarily a huge win because Detroit are trash, but... They get back to 2-1. and one. They steady the ship after a loss wow. to the Jags. And Detroit get humiliated again on Sunday Night Football. And it's going to be a joy to watch. Man, you really don't like Detroit. I yeah, would I love don't. to see Matt Patricia get a win over
0: his old boss. And yeah. uh, I think they're pretty desperate for a win there. And Detroit, I think it could really fall apart. Yeah. If they start 0-3, the way that some of you know, the stories coming out of Detroit are the veterans in the locker room don't really respond well to Matt Patricia. He's a very yeah. hardline, Bill Belichick-esque coach. Right. right. Um, that being said, uh, this is a classic bounce back game for the Pats. This yep. has all the hallmarks of Bill Belichick buckling down and yep. absolutely destroying one of his former disciples uh, after a tough loss to Jacksonville. So
1: I can see why you picked him. But the map, Patricia Stare Down, cannot be taken for granted, I think. And well, uh, those pencils will be sharpened come Sunday Night Football. Those pencils, uh, um, the pencil looks great in his
0: head. Yeah, uh, it does. Uh, only person left in the world is really <laughs> using pencils as well. Get a, get a Microsoft Surface, mate. They like, they're sponsor the league. He's, he a,
1: he's a hard-nosed traditional man I think uh, it's one of those games you turn on and it's like seven minutes to go in the third quarter and the Pats drop like 24-3 to 3 or something it's one of those yeah, Gronk will have like three touchdowns and, eight, and 80 yards or something it'll be an absolute clinic so I'm picking the Pats over the lines. and that's your done deal that's my done deal I am locking it up lock it up lock it up
0: lock it up lock it up uh, I am going with um, something that I'm I'm very confident with Bears over the Cardinals. Really, don't know why. Uh, Cardinals playing a home game, um, University uh, of Phoenix, University fortress. of Phoenix Stadium. Uh, yeah, lost to the Redskins in Week One. Yep, returned back to defend the turf against the Chicago Bears. But I'm telling you, man. Defend the, uh, the nest. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the Cardinal nest. Uh, I'm telling you, de- these bears, dog bears, man. dog bears. Uh, I really like them. I love their day. I don't think the Cardinals offensive line are going to be able to do anything to stop Khalil Mack and the, the Mack boys. Um, honestly. Um, and I think Mitch Trubisky is going to do enough to to sort of start slinging it around and yeah. you know, and get a win. Yep. And to be, as I said earlier in the podcast, I think just leave the defense out there. They're the best way you're going to score. Mm-hmm. Let Sam Bradford throw a few. Uh, just let uh, him throw. Just let him throw. I was going to say, throw a couple of screen passes so Khalil Mack can intercept him. But yeah. Just let him throw. Just,
1: just let him throw. Air just stop it out. the running game and just see what he can do.
0: You know what I hate about this season is seeing Larry Fitzgerald out there.
1: Oh, just getting it kills thro- me. Just
0: getting thrown into uh, defenders so they can absolutely yeah. destroy him over the middle of the field. Yeah, for Sam Bradford of all players. Yeah,
1: it's so sad. Such oh. a warrior. It's really sad to see. You really, you know, he's gone from Kurt Warner. Yeah, even to Carson Palmer in his prime. Yeah. to Sam Bradford. We can't complete a pass and it's gonna be I'm not too sure about this one to be honest. I think the cards Dude, the are proud. They are a proud football club. They had
0: five first downs last week. Yeah, and two the Rams. of them
1: came in their last drive. Yeah, the Rams are no joke. I,
0: yeah, the Rams got a good D, but yeah. I mean Khalil Mack's just as good as Aaron Donald. Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh but so that's my like, that's my done deal. All right. That's you your done a deal. Of,
0: I want to get a little bit of a little bit of scratch. I don't right. know how much uh, how much you can really make off that game, but I reckon the Bears visiting the Cardinals start the season. Two and one.
1: If anyone's putting on some multis, those are the two that we think are your certainties for week three. And
0: that will certainly be uh, a part of our multis. Absolutely. Heading into the fourth down. Yep. All right. So, Charlie, uh, as we do every week on the fourth down, we punt... Unlike the great, courageous Doug Peterson, who refuses to punt on fourth down and always goes for it for uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. did a bad job. We punt. We punt. We, do. we check it out. We see what we uh, have bet on in the previous week. We see what we've won. We see what we've lost. And we figure out what we may want to place for this upcoming week. And we will keep track of who loses the most money yes, by the end of the season, of course. Charlie... You put on a five-leg multi after going through the courageous eight-leg multi yeah, week one.
1: in week one. Learning the lesson. Uh, so I sat down with you on Sunday and went through this uh, new multi, Zach. I was so sure of it because, yeah, week one I did the eight legs and thought, you know, well, that's, just the, that's the death sentence in the NFL. So I went with the five legs. Give myself a fighting chance. You had a so, bit of confidence. You had some more information after yeah, week one. You know yeah.
0: where everyone's sitting. You know yeah. that the Fitz magic comes through. You didn't bet against the, uh, against Tampa Bay.
1: No credit to you. Yeah. I said go for it. The Eagles are going to kill them. It's not tip. so fast. So a little bit. You know, with this week two, uh, multi. Uh, so we'll get we'll get we'll get stuck into it with the first leg. I had the Texans to win over Tennessee. They were playing at Tennessee, and uh, the Texans did go down to the Titans. I should have. Uh, should not have bet against Blaine Gabbert. Now this uh, <laughs> this is another potential rule for my multis. He he just continues to step up. Uh, didn't step up last week against the Dolphins, but did this week. Um, as soon as I go against him, it's almost like he knew. Blaine um, Gabbert knew, dude. Yeah. Blaine Gabbert stands stands up, and yeah, yeah, he
0: was he was dog shit when he played yeah. for. Uh, Jacksonville, and he wasn't great when he played for San Francisco, but he plays for the the Titans, and Charlie's betting against him. Goddamn, (laughs) did he
1: get the win? Yeah, you'd you'd think the Texans would respond after their week one loss to the Pats against one of the worst teams in the NFL this week. Um, So serious doubts about the Texans already for the playoffs. Full credit to the Titans' uniform. They're they're pulling it off. Yeah, they got nice numbers, nice font. Nice Um, font. Good font. Into the second leg, probably the one I was the most concerned about, uh, the Jets at Dolphins. Sorry, Dolphins at Jets. Uh, I had Who, the Jets just to win. Um, He's on the Sam Darnold train. On the Sam Darnold train. And, uh, you know, they are two of the most unpredictable teams in the league. Thought my boy Darnold would get the job done at home. But uh, Ryan Tannehill said, no, no, not to be. <laughs> and, <laughs> this is my uh, game. So I was all, I was automatically out for the uh, as soon as the weekend really started. And uh, went into the third leg with the Pats and the Jags. And I was pretty confident about this one with you, Blake. You, you know, had the Pats? I, I had the Pats to win. <laughs> Uh, you know, who knew Blake Bortles would throw for four TDs and make Tom Brady look terrible. Uh, so the Jags team really showed up. <laughs> good, a good win for them. Oh, buddy. Uh, and now it just gets tragic. We move to the fourth leg. I had the G-men, the New York Giants, <laughs> walking into Dallas, knocking off the boys. Yeah. Uh, so I think I've had enough to hear with the Giants. Seriously, they are so <laughs> unpredictable. I don't um, know. You
0: are betting on a lot of teams that I really would not instill confidence in. I know. In. Texans I think, like I get the Patriots, yeah. right? Whatever, but you're going up against a good team. But Texans,
1: yeah. I think Giants, I, just, I just wanted the odds. Uh there are yeah. good odds. <laughs> and I think the the offsetting of the less legs. Maybe just discount the actual game itself. I yeah, think because right. I'm going five legs. can't. So can't. that's four out of five
0: losses. Four did out you, of five did losses. You, did you get the entire? Multi? That's four.
1: Yeah. So that, no, I actually had the fifth leg. I had the win. The Chiefs beat the Steels by five ah, points. So okay. I was I was struggling to get through this one. I was just like, if I get if I get a, a big old bagel for the molches, <laughs> it's going to really step up the uh, the the input for the next week. Yeah, uh, I <laughs> wanted to double the amount I put on
0: it. That'll help. Um, but uh, how much you lose on that, buddy?
1: So that was
0: uh, actually maybe not talk about how with the yeah, huge no. sums that we're putting on. These. No need for
1: that. Um, but it was a loss nonetheless. Um, 0 for two for the Maltese. But this week, Zach, we've had a bit of a discussion. I feel like we're on we're on a good track here. Yeah, let's what, get into it.
0: Yeah. Oh well, I was going to say I was meant to put some bets on last week. Didn't. Yep. Yep. Um, because I made a terrible gambling mistake. Yeah. Uh, and that is, uh, you know, when you've had a bunch of beers and everything sounds good. Yeah. That was exactly what happened to me. I'm watching uh, Melbourne Demons play the. Hawthorne Hawks, oh, okay, on Monday night. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah, Monday. Um, stuck into a few beers with a buddy of mine, and uh, fourth quarter comes around, and we're looking at the odds, and we're like, "Wow, Hawks are paying like twelve bucks to win." And they've just kicked three goals, <laughs> mate. That's 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 an easy money. Let's do that. If they if they come back, this is huge. This, this, this is a we 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 could get, get a flight to a bloody uh, Bali out of this. So oh, uh, we checked a bit of cash on uh, the Hawks to uh, get the <laughs> W. It just—I uh, <laughs> thought you did not. I did because I thought the experience of uh, yeah, the Hawthorne i know this is an NFL podcast, but yeah. I thought the experience of the Hawthorne Hawks, the veteran leadership, mm. and the fact that Melbourne crumble typically yeah. uh, in these kind of moments. I thought, look, the yeah. you know, fate is in my side. Was yeah. on my side here. I think yeah. this is going to happen. Uh, Unfortunately for me, but fortunately for you, yeah. uh, Melbourne got a win, so I didn't put in, uh, anybody must, on the, must have had a couple of beers. I've oh, had a lot of beers. Yeah. Looking back, you have to call them up when uh, you place a bet oh, right. in-game. Yeah. Um, go, he's going, uh, can I please have your ID number? And I'm like, oh, I'm just giving him my phone number, yeah. back to back to back to back. It's, that's not the ID number. It's just going, no, mate, mate. So clearly he knows I'm inebriated. dogs.
1: Okay, yeah, Excuse me. <laughs> 200. On To
0: eat. To eat.
1: Outright. I
0: suggest.
1: I'll stay. <laughs> I suggest you hit, sir. I also like to live dangerously. As you wish, sir. <laughs> 20
0: beats your five. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> look. <laughs> thought the Hawks had it, buddy. I thought the Hawks <laughs> are coming back. And the three quick goals, we're on here. No, sir. So, no, this week yeah. um, there were a few that tickled me in the NFL. I will be sticking into the NFL, uh, staying away from the AFL.
1: It's good to see you joining the uh, the gambling cult. Yeah, it's terrible. It's good well, to see well, you get around I'm,
0: it. I'm at a loss right now. I'm no longer putting bets on when yeah. I've. Uh, under the influence of uh, alcohol, and no longer letting my friends talk me into bets that I didn't really want to make. That's good stuff. Um, but obviously, I'm going to start with my lock, Charlie. The Bears going into uh, Arizona Stadium. The odds aren't out yet. Okay. Uh, so we'll wait to to see how that comes up, and I might bet the line, or I just might bet the Bears outright just to yeah. keep it safe. Uh, the lines that I liked. Are the Packers minus three against yep. Washington. I don't think Washington are very good. Yep, uh, they didn't come out to play today. And even so, if the pa- if the Packers are going to win, they're going to win by more than. 3
1: They're going to win handsomely. I- I've got this as well. I got pack at minus three. I have the Redskins as well. I think Rogers will just do a little number on them. They'll be a bit filthy after the draw to the Vikings. And yeah, the Redskins showed nothing last week. This week against the Colts, so I think that's a certain uh, yeah. leg in the multi. Uh, Zach, I've got another one. I have the Chiefs at minus six against the Niners. The Niners are visiting the Chiefs and the Chiefs are absolutely rolling. They travel to Kansas City next week. And for me, the rationale behind this one is I just cannot see the Niners keeping pace with Patrick Mahomes. On the scoreboard, I think the Chiefs will win quite handsomely, similar to the Packers in the Redskins game. So
0: you think if they, I mean six and a half is a
1: yeah, I think I think six is enough of a buff for the Chiefs. Um, I think the nine is you know they're, they're around that twenty to twenty three point range, and I think Mahomes will continue his streak and win ha- uh, quite comfortably on this one.
0: Well, okay, we So at that's that's always another that's keep... always another certainty,
1: actually. Well, Charles uh, just he's getting ready yeah, to lock it up. Yeah, it's a dumb deal. I'm not locking up, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the key has been found. Uh, but I. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty confident with that one too.
0: Um, I gotta say there's a, there's a couple of, uh, bets you should definitely stay away from this week. I'm te- yeah. I, like I was tempted, um, uh, by the New York jets over the Cleveland Browns just because no. they can't seem to find a win. And the jets are only getting, um, uh, they're getting three points. They're getting three points against yeah. the Browns. But was Thursday night football, young quarterback. You don't know what's really going to happen. I think this is, if the Browns are going to win a game this year, yeah, it's probably going to be this one. Um, Vikings are hosting the Buffalo Bills. Now, this is one of the premier teams against clearly the worst team in the league. You could not make a line big enough. It's 17. My Lord. And that's kind of tempting. It's like, what are the Bills going to do to that Vikings defense?
1: So, the Vikings need to put up 17 points, which they will do.
0: So, they win th- you win 34 17. Ble- yeah, ble- well that, laughing, they'll, they'll just put up 17 That's points. Easy.
1: Browns put up zero, so that, that'll get you
0: the win. Sorry, that, that, that is the Buffalo Bills.
1: Yeah. And Browns. Yeah, the, sorry, the Bills. Uh, sorry, I am um, in the garbage teams.
0: Uh, but again, I'm staying away. I'm actually going to take the Denver Broncos getting five against the Ravens. Uh, yeah. I think that'll be a low scoring affair. Yep. And uh, I just like that buffer. Yep. I like that buffer. I think it's going to be like 15 to 10.
1: That's a safe buffer. That is a comfortable, cushy buffer. Back on the uh, lock of the week, I've got the Pats at minus six over Detroit. I think uh, Sunday Night Football, the Pats traveling to the Detroit Lions. I mean, uh, look, Matt Stafford puts up a lot of points, no doubt about it. But uh, the Patriots, I think they... Uh, They've got a nice little cushy two touchdown win. I think it'll be a fourteen point buff, probably a 28-14 range. You put your faith um, in the Patriots I last do. week. I did, but you know, that was against a, a superior defense and and Detroit are just a shambles. And we all know the Pats do not stay down for long. You know that, Zach, yeah, very we well. Do. I mean, yeah. And uh I think six six is enough. Six is safe.
0: All right, I like it. Well, yeah, hey, there are our multis. We'll be locking them in later in the week. You'll be able to check them out. Uh, hey guys, it just about brings us to the end of the show, right? Have you got any more locks yeah, yeah, yeah. for
1: you, Oh, sorry, one more uh leg. I have the Falcons at minus three over the Saints.
0: Jeez, that's a as well. I don't know. Yep, that's dangerous. You reckon the Falcons are gonna knock off the Saints? Absolutely not. Saints
1: need a win. Calvin Ridley. Um and that's Calvin Ridley. Th- that was just one play up. That was the rationale in that. Be leg. Great. And uh so that should be the first win for the year for the Maltese. <laughs> that sounds like a lot. Hey, watch this space. Otherwise, just
0: bet them individually. Maybe we should stay away from the Maltese. Yeah. Just get uh, Yeah, there's so much fun yeah they are they are a they're good they're good it's just as soon as one goes down your heart breaks you're like well that's yeah that's my life Um, Chaz uh, it just about brings us to the end of the show guys I want to thank you so much for listening uh, the first two weeks in any suggestions you have we're kind of building this baby midair so um, all of your uh, constructive criticism and feedback um, good bad or indifferent is always appreciated we want to make this show better we might make this show for you Um, hey if you're enjoying it we really appreciate the rating on the iTunes store Ideally, five-star. Yep. I'm not sure I put any, put any ideas in your head, but if you give an Uber driver a five-star rating, he takes you for a 10-minute drive. We just took you for an hour and a half. So, exactly. Hey, super appreciate that. That, that, really, that really helps us reach a, a whole new audience, and yep. uh, that's what we're trying to do here.
1: Absolutely, Zach. And one w- other week uh, we've got in store for us. Thanks for joining, guys. Really appreciate it for the second episode of First Down Under. Be back this time next week. Catch you later. Catch you.